And this Moscow Mule is like kind of get me a little tipsy. Dude, I was okay. I'm like, am I just a lightweight because I haven't drinking in a week and a half? No. It's six percent. Is that a lot? I feel buzzed, mm-hmm. and I'm maybe three. I'm like in. I'm like maybe halfway. Yeah, that's what I said. Welcome back to One Drink In. We're on episode 23. What a commitment. (laughs) (laughs) This is probably the most committed I've been to something. In a while. In the last two years. Glad we're dating. (laughs) This is great. Um, Also, I'm Chloe and that's Nilu. Hi. Because I heard that our voices sound somewhat similar, which I disagree with, but apparently they sound similar. Okay, recently saw something that was talking about like the three loves that you have in a lifetime. Yeah, we're getting deep into our emotions this time around, this episode. (laughs) It's three loves that you experience. There's the soulmate, the twin flame, and the life partner. Okay, let's dive in. Don't get stuck on the names. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the names are, they don't really match the description, but. A little bit, but meh. Okay, so let's go through each one. So first is a soulmate. Often your first serious relationship, deep soul connection opens you to being like that romantic being. Sometimes it lacks a little bit of sexual chemistry. It's oftentimes the relationship that is everything you think you want, but it's just not doing it for you. It's a battle between the logical mind and your intuition so logical mind thinks that you should stay in the relationship whereas your intuition is telling you to leave but like it looks great on paper like that relationship yes he's like this is the safe bet and it's also the one that like it like opens you up to what relationships should be like you know it's not in game but you know you're supposed to experience this type of love and be open in romantic relationships i love that Okay, the why this relationship comes into your life is it reestablishes belief patterns that you're raised with and it helps you feel safe and comfortable to explore. And then it teaches you that what you should want is not always what is best for you. And then how you can heal from it is figuring out what works and what doesn't work and what specifically in a romantic partner. Why do you think that people stay that like if this is the safe bet this is like the soulmate is what we want at the end of the day like why would somebody leave that it's like the relationship that is working and you are like I'm supposed to be happy and whatever but something deep down in your gut is telling you like it's not it and that you want to leave have you been in that I think so because I've been with someone who's on paper probably the most perfect person but there was some part of me just felt like I needed to do something else Mm -hmm. but that person definitely set a really high standard of how I think I view future relationships and how I would ever let someone else treat me in a relationship because he was so good like your first real love yeah I think it's your first it's kind of like that first real love and sometimes it's like when you're younger I think Mine was when I was like 24. I would say that would be my college boyfriend. Boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. That I dated. Because I was like, something's off. Like, it's definitely, it Mm -hmm. makes sense. There's a lot of things I do appreciate. But I knew in my gut and like my intuition that it wasn't going to be long term. Yeah. But I do appreciate a lot of things that he did for me. And I've taken that into relationships moving forward. And it shows you what 
you want in your like next relationship and even so maybe what you yeah. don't want to I think those are sometimes the hardest relationships to break off though yes. because you have built it's such safe a, it's safe and you've built such a strong connection with someone mm-hmm. and you really value them and you really do love them as an individual whether you're in love with them or not like you value them as a person yeah and I think if anyone's struggling with that gut feeling where you're like I love them and it's they're a good person but something is telling me I need to go off and that gut Mm -hmm. intuition if it's kicking in I think you just have to trust yourself and be confident in yourself that you'll find that again Mm -hmm. that you're good enough that you're gonna get someone just as good again yes that's really scary because it is hard to leave that safe relationship It's very, very hard. But you should always trust your gut. I mean, I can't say that enough. Like, oh trust God. the universe, trust your gut. Like, if your gut is telling you something's off, like it is, even though you're like, well, yeah. what's wrong? Like, what does the future look like? Like, I don't even know if I'm making the right decision here. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so the next one is a twin flame. This is somebody you're dating that's highly passionate, sexual. There's a deep spiritual connection. <sighs> It feels like you've known that person forever and it's unexplainable knowing them so it could be really really good or really really bad and this is when people say the relationship had a lot of highs and a lot of lows mm-hmm. this is when the foundation of the relationship can be very shaky and so it can break you down it can destroy you completely it triggers deep wounds and this is where you have to learn how to rebuild yourself it's highly addictive mm. and you feel like you need that person to be complete well we've all been there so I'm just going to say twin flame also is a very toxic relationship in my eyes. But because it can bring out the worst in you, your shallow side, your insecurities, test your sense of reality. Interesting. That one, that like sticks out to me a lot. The sense of reality. Because it feels like it's not real. I think I lost a lot of my sense of reality when I had like that type of person. You're like, is this real life? It's not real life. I mean, same. Like, it's like, okay, the experience we're doing, the things that we're doing, this is not real life. Like, we're just living off of these highs. So why this relationship comes into our life? So I think also this is really a hard relationship to get over. But why it comes into your life without this experience, we would not be forced to rebuild ourselves in preparation for our life partner. This relationship highlights what we can and cannot live without. Oh God, how do we heal from this? The relationship usually pushes us into dark side, depression, la la la, breaks us down, forcing us to rebuild everything from scratch. We've all been there. This makes us stronger and more intentional person okay i want to say i hate that it's called the twin flame because i like love that phrase i know like i think twin flames like such a cute phrase yeah whatever but this is like that toxic love i think that's 100 it's so high Mm -hmm. and you like crave it and it's like i for me personally it's like that guy that i would like drop anything for (laughs) when i should not you're like i haven't talked to you in so many days Mm -hmm. and now i will literally drop everything and everyone just to go hang out with you yes like they have you under a spell and i knew it wasn't realistic but i like still would do it you still crave it was, like that addictive like mm-hmm. energy almost so just know that it's an addictive it's if it's addictive and it's the twin flame it doesn't mean that it's going to be long term and i think like the twin flame and the soulmate they say is like prepping you for that third person like your mm-hmm. life partner person i feel like i've experienced this twin flame i think this is by far the hardest individual to get over because you can't just cut off ties with them for whatever reason you Mm -hmm. can't cut it off Uh uh-huh 
this was the pro athlete for me. I think he was just that like. They literally have you under a spell. Yes. A spell. Like, and you're like the. Yep. <laughs> like yes. you will mute them on everything. And for whatever reason, they'll just weave their way in and out of your life. And that's where you have to be okay to shut them down. Like it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I say but it's for those like- toxic people. You have to find better people for you and know that like this is what I don't want. I deserve that high all the time. I don't deserve it randomly. Yes. When it's convenient. I think it's like that excitement that people get drawn to. And I think that when it has like highs and lows, any relationship, if it's like, oh, they're really good sometimes, but then they treat you like complete shit. It's like every time you feel like shit, you're waiting for that next high again. You can't leave that cycle. But then they suddenly treat you amazing and they act this like certain way. So you're like, oh, but like they were so good that time. And then it's when you're low again, you're just like waiting for that high to come back. Like these are the people that that you get grabbed. And that's how you get in that toxic cycle. They're the guys that you're like, I don't actually trust, but I'm going to say that I trust. (laughs) And I'm going to look at everything they're doing on Instagram. And I'm going to look at like literally every component of it. And when they're not reciprocating, you're like, I'm in a really sad place because the highs were so high and now the lows are yeah. so low. But then I always have some type of excuse that you're like, you're like okay, oh, okay, it's, okay fine, it's, it's fine, it's fine. But it's not fine. But you yourself have to get out of that phase where you're like, okay, I'm at a point now where I need to move on. You have to shut that person out of your life completely. Because if you don't, they're just going to wiggle their way in mm-hmm. multiple times. And I think for me, like, I loved being around them and that energy. (laughs) And I was willing to put up with it because I was like, I don't want to lose that. But yeah. You don't want to lose it right then because you you want that high always. Yes. But long term, it's not. It's not long term. Okay. And then the life partner, which I would say neither of us are, have met yet. (laughs) Okay, so we haven't met our life partner yet, so cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> okay, so it's they say that your soulmate and your twin flame, those loves are like prepping you for this life partner so that when you do meet this person, you're like you ready know. to go. This is when you know you know. Okay, so the life partner, they say. All love relationships before have prepared you to recognize and call in your life partner. It's a deep, steady, unwavering love that makes you feel at peace. Feeling like it's just the beginning. I feel like this is the relationship. It just, it's easy. Yeah. Lifestyle match. Like you want to live the same life. It's easy. Everything aligns. Like the stars Mm -hmm. will align. Everything makes sense. And I can't wait to experience that. (laughs) Same. Can't relate, but... Okay, so it's both partners as individuals have done the work to become, like, whole on their own. So it's two whole people coexisting rather than, like, I've found my other half. You're both whole. And then they should be bringing out the best in you. It's, like, a healthy independence. Mm -hmm. No games. No jealousy. That's when you're, like, pushing one another in the best way. That person makes me better and vice versa. Yeah, let's see. I think at that point, too, you're healing yourself emotionally from the trauma of your twin flame and of your soulmate. I really feel like this is when people say you when you know you know and I've seen this happen for I mean we've seen this happen for oh my gosh several yeah. of our girlfriends and we we are like oh we know that that's the person they're gonna marry and mm-hmm. like how giddy they are and how everything just aligns yeah and I can't wait for that to happen to us but like <laughs> maybe down the line wow <laughs> but do you feel like these so they always say you have multiple soulmates 
And I think this is a good example of like those different types of soulmates mm-hmm. maybe in your life that they're teaching you different lessons. I also think from, this is from a relationship standpoint, but there can be soulmates from a friendship standpoint as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're necessarily the twin flame and the soulmate and the life partner, but I think that there can be soulmates that are like teaching you about different values along the way. Yeah. I also, I will say, I think the names of these, I think when they say like soulmate twin flame, I don't think that's like... I think that's just how they categorize it. I think it's like more so. Would you so, rename them? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm saying I think it's just saying like there's that type of love that's like the good, healthy, but it's not it, and your gut's telling you like this isn't it for me for some mm-hmm. reason. And then there's that toxic one that you like know not to, mm-hmm. and those two are preparing you for like the person you end up with. Yeah, but I don't think the names like don't get bogged down on the names of like soulmate and twin flame and what those mean. But I feel like soulmate represents like your soul is opening up to relationships right and then i think twin flame in my head it's like when two minds are sinking together i've been in a relationship where we're thinking the same thing like i know what he's thinking he knows what i'm Mm -hmm. thinking and we're on the same page with things so it was like two minds were sinking together and but also that's when I got lost because we were so much of one and less of like your own coexisting. Yeah. Yes. And so then a breakup with that is devastating. You have to rebuild yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. I think now I we're sure. to the point where we're so independent mm-hmm. that we're just manifesting the life partner to come into play. Yeah. Hello. I also think if you know it's not it right away, it's fine to entertain I'm that's what I'm struggling but I've gotten better just to cut it off I'm like why am I entertaining it time is way too valuable he's he's gonna be creative for sure creative I think no he's 100% going to be creative 100% I don't know what he's going to be doing in that world but I think he's going to be creative okay are we manifesting my future life partner I think he's gonna have he's gonna be open-minded he's gonna be a business guy in the creative space yeah that's so big, but like realistically. <laughs> Are you a psychic right now? Yes. Reading my future. So I am a psychic. I'm rubbing my Okay, what do you think yours is? A businessman? I think mine is more business than creative. Mm-hmm. I think mine is very like analytical and very black and white and very decisive. But he may entertain the creative space like for fun. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably like a tech nerd. <laughs> okay. Realistically, I think he's probably a tech nerd. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But like can appreciate the creatives. Yeah. And doesn't judge that. I guess that's where I'm going with that. Like yeah. probably startup life, likes to hustle, maybe is cultured. Definitely is cultured. Who am I kidding? And like can teach me. And then I can teach him like how to nurture people and how to be a good human. <laughs> so he's a shitty human. <laughs> All right. I meant like emotionally. <laughs> So I have a new rule, Ooh, okay. and I want you to hold me accountable, but I have a new rule that I am not going to talk about a boy until I'm talking to him for at least three weeks. When you say talking, do you mean to me, or to talk about a boy, do you mean to me? I feel like or you to never the public? tell me about guys. I feel like you never tell me about like a guy. You're like, oh my God, I met this guy, and mm. dot, dot, dot. Whereas like I'm I kind of cool. wait you wait a little so I like yeah, don't ever yeah. know if you've met a new guy or you know whatever I met wait till friend. it's like a little bit more established yeah. I think now I need to do that. <laughs> but I think I also am scarred from publicly talking about oh is that why guys okay 
That yeah. Makes sense. Not because. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Just because. I also haven't entertained anybody in a while. So when I'm like excited about someone, I'm quick to be like, Nilu, Nilu, I'm excited about this person. I know. And then they disappear next day. <laughs> I know. I know. That happens for sure. So. I try and just go into it more like it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. And then until it's like, okay, it might be something. Yeah. Then we can introduce the character. And I'm like, oh my God, look at this guy. Look, look at him. Look at his profile. Look at him. We've been talking all day. We've been sexting earlier. We've been doing this. Like, but you're excited. You're excited. I am. That's and then fine. I'm like, okay, see you later. But it's fine. It's just me. I don't care. Like, but I mean, I'll probably do like deep big TikTok relationship vlogs, girl over here. I want you to start. Yeah, we haven't been going on dates. I haven't been on a date in so long. We just you haven't been here. I haven't been here. We haven't tried. I guess I've been like talking to people who don't live here also. Do you think we're, we're just checked out? I'm, I'm like really giving it a heart. I'm not giving it a good chance right now for the men. Yeah, I don't know. I am trying. I'm going to try and date just to like, you know. Can you do a double date? A what? A double date? Yes. I love double dates. I will suggest that to anyone I talk to. We haven't met anybody new in a while. No. We should do that. Yeah. I need to go on a date just so I can kind of like, I did a FaceTime date the other night. Like with a, a guy who doesn't okay. live here and i felt like i was not i was rusty a new guy yeah the guy that you almost tagged me in his tiktok and i and you didn't and i was a little rusty i think yeah you gotta like keep at like it. i had my i had like nerves a little like i was a little okay. nervous the two how do we get over being nervous because i we're not nervous people like we're we're not not when it comes to dates i'm usually we're good we're not yeah. So why are we nervous about these people? Problem is we're looking up too much about them yeah. too soon. Because with the guy that I was talking to for a minute, yeah, I was great until I looked him up and I was like, oh my God, this guy is kind of a, like, why would he talk to me? Okay, but why wouldn't he talk to you? Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I think in my head, I'm like, why would this guy is a whatever... And you're like, they can get... He literally dates people of the same status. Why would he talk to me? And I guess I, I don't ever think that. I never, never, never think that. Like, I'm like, yeah, let's... Our conversations were like, he's like reading a script. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go record my podcast. <laughs> like, which is dope because he's like, I have a podcast too. And like, yeah, we're just at very different points in our life and it was nice because he never like belittled That's me and i guess as soon as i looked him up i'm like fuck you told me to watch this video that you're in and now i watched it and now i'm like am i in love with the character that you played or am i love not with in love but like <laughs> you know what I mean? and why am i nervous now because i know that you are this person yeah i liked you before i knew who you were yeah when i didn't give a shit and i would answer the facetime when i'm in the shower yeah i didn't realize you were such a big deal and now i think i fucked it up no i mean i know i fucked it up but it's okay <laughs> did you actually fuck it up i mean no or just, just it, like it just kind of fizzled uh yeah i don't know okay can we, let's talk about the when it gets to the point when you know it's something's changed and what ends up happening a lot of times is that when it starts when you feel like what the, causes it first I off don't know what causes it could be anything once i sense it there's two routes i think you can go okay that a lot of people go the first route. They can feel it, the detachment. They can feel them pulling away. And then you start bombarding them. Yes. You go full force. You're like, 
okay, I'm going to give this one more chance and try everything. Mm -hmm. And you put it all out there and you're like, no, don't do that. You're trying too hard. Yes, you have to be chill. As soon as you feel them pulling away, just let it. Let it happen. And back off. That's such a good point. Do not let your ego get in the way where you're like, I need to try to make this work. I'm losing them. Chill. Pull back. I've done both situations and I'm telling you, do not go for the one where you go lean in. If they're leaning back, lean back. I agree. I feel like if you're in it though and you're being authentically you and you're going to continue to do that. And I think in the beginning I was being so authentic and I was being me and I wasn't giving a shit because I didn't know who they were. And it was great. It was fun. He would call me all the time. He would FaceTime me all the time. It's like he wanted to know everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I started overthinking quickly and I'm like, "Uh, well, he hasn't FaceTimed me. His normal cadence is, is not there. He's not texting me as much. And... I'm like, oh, I'm compensating. Like, maybe he's just really busy. Maybe he's mm-hmm. doing this. Maybe he's doing that. But then I kind of drive myself crazy. And I feel like, well, shit, should I be texting him? Should I be pushing forward? And, like, then I try to reach out and mm-hmm. say, okay, double text him. It's not reciprocated. Then I'm, like, butthurt about yeah. it. Whereas, really, I just needed to fuck off. <laughs> match the energy. I needed to match the energy, and that's what you should always do. Match the energy because mm-hmm. they will come back. And I guess that's when you internally just go and make sure that the next post that you post on Instagram is really, really hot. But this is when you don't throw all your nudes and everything out there. A thousand percent. To get attention. Attention, yes. When don't you be like, hi, pay attention to me. Yes. Here are my boobies. As soon as you have to start doing the nudes or to get their attention, you've lost. Yep, he's gone. And I mean, don't do it. Happens to all. Yes, we've all done it. And as soon as nope, you have to get his attention by that. It's done. Because then you've lost all power. You've played all your cards. You need to just fully. And honestly, you need to move on because he will come back. (laughs) Yes, they always come back. They always come back. The other thing is, if a guy is not giving you the attention, whatever, just go live your life. Go live it. Be busy. Go do your shit. You should continue to people love you for you and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. They want to be involved in what you're doing. Like guys are like, oh, I'm interested in you because now you're you're doing doing something. You're not thinking about me, but. Is this a little therapy for Chloe? I know. I'm really struggling. It's okay. So I love feedback. As you know, (laughs) you know, here we are with feedback. Welcome to feedback with Chloe. I would have loved to know. Like what went wrong? Where was the trigger? What changed? Because I do think there is something that does change in people. Yeah. I mean, it's also hard when it's a long distance because it's like, what's going to happen? Yeah, but like there is a light switch sometimes. And a light switch goes off and it's like, done. So that kind of happened. This was kind of like the same situation that happened with me and mm-hmm. a guy. In the beginning, all him, so much attention, calls, this, blah, 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 blah. And then it started to change. And the second it started to change, I think I leaned in more when I should have just leaned back. Mm-hmm. But there was never a conversation. He never said, you did this or like, this you is. You can't ask. <laughs> no, you just. But there is something that does something, change. Yeah, maybe. Or they're just whatever, fuck boy. And you just didn't know. But I think sometimes you just have to accept. 100%. And it sucks because you're it like. It sucks so bad. You just have to accept that you're not going to know. Oh my god. What do you think that's like in a relationship though? When you're in a relationship and something pivots, you have to communicate the, that. That would be the worst feeling is but dating you, someone we, and something just not to that extreme where suddenly they're just like, I'm not into you anymore and I'm, I'm done. That would be heartbreaking. I mean, I've been there. Which side? On the something pivot. Like 
like for you it changed mm-hmm. and you were done Mm-mm. or the other person was like I don't like this any I just am not into it anymore I don't know what it was but I know that something something changed overnight mm-hmm. and I can I mean I can recall literally the night because when someone is so you know how people get into r- routines mm-hmm. and they call it certain times of the day yeah and get into a routine with your person and when one night the routine doesn't match up you start to worry mm-hmm. anybody worries and then like something's off like something's off you and know. like you you're you're not like being feeling. nosy you're just like hey something's off let's talk about it mm-hmm. so you talk about it and you know something's up and that was the time that things just pivot you're like something happened and i want to know what happened but i don't know what it is and moving forward you'll continue to have the relationship and that's when the relationship becomes hard because you dig to get the answer mm-hmm. and sometimes you dig too far. Because people you, want closure. People are obsessed with the idea of closure. You're like, what changed? What changed? Mm-hmm. What changed? And you're like, nothing changed when really something did change. Yeah. But for whatever reason, say this one night, something changed. Yeah. And, and I didn't find out until months later, but I, I knew in my gut that this is the night that changed everything. Yeah. And you have to always follow your gut and not continue to ask but honestly I'm glad that I did ask further because mm-hmm. at that point like I'm in a relationship so it's a little different different yeah because you're like something changed I need to dig I need to dig I did dig I didn't get the answer I wanted yeah but it was the answer I knew and then that shaped everything like moving forward okay great this is done we're moving forward i think it's more difficult in relationships though yeah it's like because there's a different expectation and a level of respect there is but like i do think that everybody should be transparent as difficult as it yeah. is our time is so valuable yeah. all of us if you don't want to be together that's fine let's talk about it yeah <laughs> everybody needs to be happy at the end of the day I hope everyone's crying right now. Oh my god. I wish we were funny tonight. We're not funny. Sorry, we're so serious. I think we're, we're about to start our period. <laughs> Actually, I know because Neelu and I are synced. <laughs> what is it called? Eskimo sisters. No. Cycle sisters. Cycle sisters. What else are we? are Eskimo sisters, though. Okay, so are you Eskimo sisters if you knew each other before? Yeah, no, you are. Because I've had like guys be like, oh, I'm Eskimo bros with famous people because a girl Mm. they've hooked up with has hooked up with a famous guy. It doesn't mean they know him. No. And they think it's a cool I'm like, okay. Okay, no. Do you want to fuck that guy that's like a famous dude? Go ahead. Speaking of famous dudes and fucking, not personal story, but I saw the Dave Portnoy sex tape. (gasps) It is horrific. Have you seen it? Yes. What? that girl there's no way she's enjoying she's that do you think she enjoyed that no she literally looks like she's in so much pain like the collar i'm like what's going on wait her- do we see the same one yes okay yes i think he just does it for class i feel like she was probably like let's videotape this babe or you know when you're like this is miserable i just want it to be over with you're like, and you're somebody like, help me and you're, like, just, and you're okay. just like saying everything possible to make them finish faster like to make okay, them think you're I don't into know it. what it looked like she was like in that type of pain where you're just like I just want this to be over with <laughs> she's like somebody finish me and you're like <laughs> please just say just because you want them so to finish leash. I will do anything yeah it looked miserable the collar don't know if I'm into that yeah is that we've already talked about fetishes I have a few thoughts so okay. I talked to a guy how do i normalize this we need to normalize men having content i agree like poor guys out there like but also low-key like love that social media is like the one thing that's like female dominated so say this guy 
obviously his dating profile sucks we'll talk about that la la and he doesn't have any content yeah and he's like chloe let's go to brunch and i said i'll build you content let's we'll go. take pictures for you 100 we got you but i'll take pictures like, for guys anytime to like go to brunch with my friends like my friends will never take photos because like, that's yes guys like give each other shit i know and i'm like stop just like be cool about it just every Imagine. female needs to take content of their single male friends yeah if you're out with guy friends take pictures for them like, do them They'll, a favor they need it they need be like hey <laughs> pay for my brunch i will take content for you yeah that's what you should do and that's what we're doing on friday we're just doing content because i'm like yeah you're so hot and like you need content and mm-hmm. i will go to drinks with you if you're comfortable around me like i'll take photos of you. and no care. guy's gonna ask their guy friends like hey bro can you no. take this picture for how me do we normalize like holding that? their like martini glass how do we normalize that just get some girls that will help you out i did tell the guy he needs to not buy a dog but i did say it might be easier for you to meet females if you have a dog all the vacations that he takes are all golfing trips and male dominant trips i'm like well she's not just gonna like appear out of nowhere buddy yeah so anyway maybe get a dog okay let's go to bed i think we're done here it is 9 52 and neely is ready for bed we're having the event soon p.s <laughs> we are everyone invites for the one drink and event bougie brunch situation is going to be out this week yeah do we have the date may 22nd everybody mark your calendar may 22nd mark your calendars get your early 2000 outfits picked out what are we gonna wear what's that what's the little square glasses maybe some low rise with a (sighs) g-string hanging out i want coordinating outfit with you oh my god we have to go all out chloe we need matching sets maybe like a little like cute skirt crop top situation think like paris hilton (laughs) nicole richie also we might have a special guest that is gonna make an appearance it's a meet and greet all right you guys thank you so much for listening as always we appreciate your support when you guys subscribe leave us reviews my voice just went from like drunk to like hey guys all right so we would appreciate your support our venmo is one drink (laughs) in okay but don't forget (laughs) to follow us on instagram at one drink dot in and on tiktok at one drink in and then our personals will be in the episode notes thanks you guys okay see you soon bye yeah that's what i said